Well, church, family, I'm glad you're here tonight. I heard a little giggling when I said first episode of Canada Church. Who thought that was funny? Um, look, y'all didn't have a clue what you would you to expect tonight, did you? The way Brother Doug left it this morning, we're like, well, who's preaching? What's going on? How we what's going on? People were asking me, are we doing those getting a table and talk and answer questions again? I was like, no. But we are doing something a little different. Um, this past spring, okay, uh, I honestly don't know how it even happened, guys, but I just found myself in a truck with these three men uh, going to the far side of Lauderdale County. With, we were in Lee's truck with a trailer behind us, and it had a, um, a porch, a wooden porch on it. What had happened was, I think, Brother Jerry, you met this lady at a food pantry, and she needed some help. And Lee says, well, I got this porch. She needed a front porch on her house, so we carried it across the county to her. Well, on the way over there, um, it just kind of happened. We were talking. I didn't know how well these guys knew each other. And so I, I think I just randomly asked Jerry to say something or share something. And next thing I know, 30 minutes later, we had this amazing time of testimony and sharing that we're like, wow. We got done and, and Luke leaned over to us. And y'all know Luke does all of our social media stuff, all of our internet stuff, all of our podcasts. All... Can we give it up for Luke Blaylock? I mean, he designs all of our logos, all of our shirts. He's just amazing. I'm so glad God sent you to us. And, um, but he leaned over. He said, that was awesome. I should have recorded that. And I was like, you're right. And he said, our church needs to hear that. And that was like almost a year ago. And from that point to now, we've been praying and asking God to give us an opportunity to kind of not reenact it, but to, to give you a little taste of that, but also to see what God could do if we started a podcast at Unwood Baptist Church. We entitled it Candid Church because simply, this came through a lot of prayer and, and actually fasting. It came through our fasting time. Um, but the word candid means to, tr to be truthful and straightforward. And, and when it comes to candid conversation, it's one that is marked by honesty and sincerity. So, so what we want to do is um, have, give you, church, an opportunity, not on stage in front of everybody with lights on you and shaking. This is nerve-wracking, isn't it, guys? Um, but in a room... Where, where you can sit down with, with myself, with Luke, and maybe some other church staff, but just to talk about Jesus, okay? To share a few things that God has put in your life. Because I have three points I want to, because um, I'm a Baptist preacher, right? I got three points. Three things I want this to, be, to produce in our church. One, I want to be an encouragement. I want, to, I want it to be able to help you get to know each other on a spiritual level. Because after tonight, you're going to get to know us four on a, on a deeper, more cool, but on a spiritual level. I want this podcast to be empowering. I want it to provide an opportunity for the, the body of Christ, us, the church, uh, to, to share what God has done already in our life and what he's doing right now in our life. And, and you know, we just sang, this is my testimony, right? Death to life. If you've been changed, don't you want to tell people? Amen. This is an opportunity we're going to give you. And also to equip, to provide a ministry tool for, for you to listen to yourself and enjoy, but also share it with someone. For example, there might be something that's shared tonight that you're like, you know what, I, this friend of mine, this coworker of mine, this peer of mine, this family member of mine needs to hear that. Ryan, I saw you're pretty face just now, and it reminded me, you know, we did our man night several months ago. He shared his testimony. And uh, I won't say this person's name because I didn't ask for permission, but she was talking with me this past week, and she said, I heard my husband in the other room last week. He was listening to Ryan's talk at man night. She's like, whoa, 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 back up. I want to hear that. And she went in there, and those sat down, they listened to your whole testimony. It was awesome. But it, it happened because of the, the, the availability that we have to, to 
use technology for podcasts, for songs, for sermons, for stuff like that. And Luke's going to touch that on that in just a minute. But um, we just feel like this is an opportunity for our church to go to the next level and to be used by God for, for some really cool stuff. So I'm going to hush. And we're going to not reenact that conversation, but I'm telling y'all, I was in the back because I'm young. These guys are older than me. And I just was taught to let the older people sit up front, right? Um, how old are you, Jerry? Can I ask? 83. 83. Yes, sir. I want to be like you when I grow up. No, I'm not even just kidding. The guy goes to the Amazon and camps out on mission trips and stuff. Um, but I do remember me and Jerry have known each other for a long time and we've worked side by side for 14 something years. And I'm just amazed at what he does for the kingdom. And I got in that car and I didn't know how well, especially Lee knew Jerry and some of his stories. So I said, Hey, Jerry, Will you tell these guys that story about the rat crawling by you in a Navy ship? He kind of laughs and he tells the story. Would you mind sharing that story? And leading into your salvation experience, check this out. I have to tell you, first of all, I, um, all I did after graduating from high school and I went to a school that had a Navy ROTC was to, I wanted, I wanted to go in the Navy. Uh, when I joined the Navy, they gave me a, a bag of clothes, and I, I thought they were neat, and I wanted to wear the clothes. Uh, this was, that was in, in 11th grade. But I didn't know all the other stuff that went with it. I just wanted the clothes. <laughs> but anyway, everything I did for the next 10 years was to get me ahead. And after eight years, I finally made a certain rank, lieutenant commander, and then you've got it made, so to speak, in the military. That's the same thing as a major in the other branches. And I made that rank, but it, for some reason, it did not satisfy down in here where I really lived. I, I still felt something missing. At that same time, God sent a man across my path on the ship that I was on, and every time I saw him, he gave me a gospel track. Irritated me to death. Every time I saw him, he'd say something good about the Lord. Well, finally, he asked me to go to church with him, and I did. The ship pulled into Hong Kong, and uh, so we went to a little, a little mission church, and on the way home, we stopped for lunch and uh, a little booth there, and he sat on the same side I did. I thought that was a little weird. <laughs> well, it wasn't long till he pulled out a, a Gideon New Testament, and he started reading some scriptures. I remember exactly what he read. Romans 3, uh, Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart. My palms were sweating, and I, then I knew why he had me hemmed in. I couldn't get out. That's right. <laughs> well, we finished eating, and then we're on our back to the ship, and I, I just had enough, and I said, his name was Ole. His name was, <laughs> his name was Ole Carlson, and I said, Ole, what you found is what I need. I just hadn't found it yet. Now, let me back up and say, I grew up in a church. I, I was a believer. I, I went to uh, youth camp. I went to Chaco Springs, and I, I grew up in a way down south in a place called Tuscumbia. Anyway, <laughs> in, anyway, I was a believer, but I never accepted Jesus. Hadn't accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I thought if I thought if you know if my good outweighed my bad, I'd be okay. But by the time I was in the Navy for ten years, there wasn't no question about good outweighing bad. I mean, anyway. Uh, he said, I'm going to pray for you. Sat down on the park bench and started talking to God just like we're talking. I never heard anybody pray that way. And I turned, I sat down on the park bench and kind of turned my back on him. 
because I didn't want people to think I was with that nut. <laughs> While he prayed for me down in here where I really lived, I let go. Can I say this? Now being in a Baptist church, I felt my sins go away. Thank you, Lord. And uh, things changed from that point on. To show you how dumb I was, I even volunteered to go to Vietnam. <laughs> anyway, that's what he was talking about. I was on a Vietnamese uh, gunboat, and uh, uh, one, one night, on the, it, it was uh, real small. We had uh, a crew of uh, 12, and there were two little uh, red eyes started looking at me on these uh, right, right up here, wires and pipes, and it was a, I'd never seen a rat that big. <laughs> I thought it was a cat. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, one of the things that we were talking about, I don't take up all the time. When get these guys? But well, anyway, when, when a Vietnamese boat gets underway, they always take the food with them. Is this a chicken story? About a week. This, yeah. The chicken, this is great. <laughs> but anyway, so we had 12 chickens tied with strings on the fantail. That's the back end of the boat, on the fantail of the boat. And we were in the midst of a firefight. Uh, VC was over in the near the village, and they were shooting at us, and we were shooting back at them. Um, and uh, one of the spring strings broke on one of the chickens, and it fell overboard. They stopped shooting, bullets whipping around, and they went around and picked up that chicken. That was dinner. <laughs> they went back. to me. That to me that was. Priorities, baby. <laughs> I mean, you know, death, chicken, you know. All right. But anyway, that, well, God's been so good to me. Yeah. And so uh, I, I'm, I'm after just, I got saved, I decided, why in the world do I want to spend 10? I could have stayed on for 10 years and retired, uh, you know. But why, why do I want to spend the next 10 years working for my uncle when I can work for my father? So I resigned from the Navy, and uh, here I am. <laughs> Isn't God good? Hey, I, I just want to say, too, we have like a running joke that we all want to grow up to be like Jerry. And it's true, because Jerry's like the Indiana Jones of church. <laughs> like, he's legit. Like, if someone called up and said, hey, we need somebody in Honduras this second, he'd be like, all right. What, what plane ticket do I need to book? Or what, you know, he'd do it right there. Yep. As in me, I'd be like, um, I, I might die. If, if I, you know, but that guy, I, that's why I want to be like, you know, just a drop of the hat, that guy would go anywhere to share the gospel. It's an inspiration, Jerry. I appreciate yeah. your heart, brother. And um, well, I think Larry Wright, you here tonight? No, he's coming back. Oh, he is here? Larry told me years ago, he said, Brother Matt, uh, um, and I don't want to misquote you, but he said, all believers need to have a, a, a passport, an updated passport, because if God gives you an opportunity. Years ago, Brother Donnie asked me at the last minute if I could go to Israel because someone had to drop out, and I didn't have my passport up to date, and I didn't get to go. And it broke my heart. And from that moment on, I'm like, my passport will be ready. So if God calls, man, you're ready. Good stuff. Amen. Amen. Lee Cockrell. Um, I love this guy because he's shorter than me. <laughs> I love you for a lot of reasons, but that's one of them. Um, Pete Peden, right, brother? Where are you at, Pete? Um, and I love, love you, Pete for that same reason. We hang out a lot because we're short and we like each other. And, um, but I love this guy. I'm Michael, I couldn't hear whatever I said back there. Uh, Lee, you are an inspiration to so many of us as well because of your crazy love for Jesus and your 
and you're just contagious. Um, I'm never around the guy when he don't just give me a hug and start talking about Jesus. Don't you want to be that guy, that girl, that wherever you go, man, Jesus just comes out. You can't help it. And so Lee, tell them a little bit about your, your relationship with the Lord and maybe even how, you know, well, I'll let you talk. I, I, I'll lead you too far in that. I'll start with I'm surprised about this night too. A while back, Matt texted me and texted me and said, hey, remember that day we went there and was all inspired by one another? I want to do a podcast. And he set the date and it was on there and I just kind of proofread through it. I said, that'd be great. What is a podcast? <laughs> I didn't know till today, this morning, we're not supposed to have, we're not going to have church this evening and it all clicked. Huh. I'm going to be in front of people again tonight. Thanks, Matt. That's what you get for saying yes, brother. <laughs> The preacher wants us to say yes. God wants us to say yes. But yes, a lot of people has heard my story, and, and I am thankful for this church. I'm thankful for the Lord. Uh, but it did start with a neighbor being willing to share the gospel with me over and over and over. I was stubborn. I kept saying no, no, no. And a neighbor, when I was 15, kept on until I said, okay, I'll go to church. And uh, went to church with her a few times, and and the Lord got a hold of my heart, and, and I, I gave my heart and soul over to the Lord that day. But I didn't continue following or wanting to draw closer to the Lord through that. Many, many years went by. I got married, and, and I lived my life like I wanted to live it. And uh, it just never worked out. Every time I set a goal for myself, it just wasn't God's goal. Uh, but it wasn't until about 10 years ago that the Lord convicted my heart to, to get back in church and to start looking to see what he wanted for me. And uh, I had that moment when the Lord, just driving down the road, when the Lord said, I need you to be doing something for me. Because I was always thanking the Lord for what he's done for me, but now he says, I want you to do something for me. So it really convicted my heart in, in, in so many ways to trying to find ways to do things for the Lord, to give back. And we can't never give back what the Lord just give to us. He's... He just outgives each and every one of us with his son. But he's just blessed me in so, so many ways. But some of the ways that, uh, that he's really etched on my heart it is to share the gospel with people. Uh, each day that goes by, I look back on my life, all them years when I should have been sharing the gospel, that souls that didn't get to hear the gospel, all the opportunity that we run across each and every person. And that convicted my heart. But we should be sharing each and every day with it. But, you know, the Bible, uh, the Lord uh, led me to Hebrews 3.13 this week. And it's how God's timing and everything that we should exhort one another daily, every day. Now, I'm paraphrasing. But so that we don't fall back into sin. And, and just like that day... It encourages me to hear each and everybody's. I love to hear testimonies. I hear, love to hear what the Lord's done for each and every person because it uplifts me. It keeps me striving to work closer and closer and, and do closer to the Lord to where I can do his will. Brother Jerry's testimony Wednesday was really convicting. His, his testimony, uh, I mean, uh, Brother Doug's testimony Wednesday morning about going up to the church in Kentucky. Uh, the Lord spoke through him to me that I wasn't where I needed to be. And, and I don't think we're, none of us is where we truly need to be. But just over the years, the Lord has just opened up my, opened up my heart to, 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 the, to want to serve him. And like I said, that testimony that Brother Doug uh, gave Wednesday morning, that it changed him when he fully surrendered to the Lord. 
And that's where the Lord convicted me this week that I need to be fully surrendered to the Lord. You know, uh, Jesus asked, was it Peter, do you love me? Three times. And, and you know, I've been asking myself, do I, do I really love him enough to make that change and live for him? But uh, He's been just so good to me over the years, and the testimony of each and every one of y'all just uplifts me and how you encourage me, and I get myself in the way way too many times but we need more trips together our trip to the uh, the gulf this past weekend was so encouraging and uplifting to one another you know it, every time i go on a mission trip i go thinking i'm gonna be a blessing to somebody and i come back just totally changed and blessed because it's not about me and i keep getting myself in the way but uh, i just want to encourage each and every person here just to encourage one another. Share what the Lord's done for you because it will impact somebody. Uh, the Lord has like said just from trying to live, my children come to know the Lord uh, and, and just change their paths. Dave was on a, some of my children was on a, on a destruction path. And I truly believe because I'm trying to live for the Lord and do what he wants, he turned that around. And I've got testimonies I'd love to take the time and, and share what the Lord has done because he's so gracious and so merciful uh, to us each and every day. And I love each and every one of you. I love my church family. Y'all are great. This is so nervous being up here. <laughs> I feel like I'm babbling. <laughs> but I do love y'all. Thank y'all. You know, Lee, you're, you're saying, and both of your, your testimonies, and including mine as well, Raising church, uh, I mean, every Sunday, every Wednesday, you know, I was in church, but it, and I got it up here as a young child, and I prayed that Jesus saved me. But like we're seeing with the college ministry now, some of these students been in our church and been in other churches for years, but something just clicks, and they say, you know what? He's not the Lord of my life. I've never fully surrendered all my life. Now, are you saved when you're a child and you pray that prayer, or are you saved when you're making the Lord of life? It doesn't matter. You know, the point is, when you say, hey, Jesus, take over every part of my being, I'm yours. Hallelujah. And I think we all need a little taste of that. And I appreciate you, Lee, sharing that. And, 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 you know, that's why I love what I do. I get to work with young people and help see them, the light bulbs go off. You know, oh, I get it. You know, and, and you know, and as they get a little older, they're, they're just maturing in their faith. And uh, when I got here in 2008, uh, the knucklehead on the end and the blue sweatshirt was like in 10th grade, 11th grade something like that. And I've seen God mature him and develop him and grow him. And, and it's just been a blessing to my life to see, uh, to be a part of his life and watch what God's done in him to the point that I'm, I'm like, I get to work with him every day and uh, here at the church. And, and Luke, I want to just want to ask you to share a little bit about, uh, now this didn't happen in the church or in the, your truck that day, but a couple months ago, Luke, Luke came up to my office and he shared something with me that I want him to share with you guys. Luke, if you share that. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, I think it was like a Sunday morning before church, I had been going through something. This, this is the candid part of the show, okay? I, how many people in here struggle with anxiety? I, okay, I was like the laid-back, chill, goofy guy or whatever, and so all of a sudden, I think it started in 2020 with the whole COVID stuff. Like, anxiety just took over my life. Like, I literally felt like I was in a pit, and I was dying every single day. On the outside, I looked like normal Luke, I guess, but on the inside, I was just... I was dying. That's all I can describe is I was in a pit and I was dying. And then one morning I was like, I, I've got to talk to somebody about this. And um, I went to Matt's office and told him what I was going through and everything. And I told him everything I was struggling with. But I, in the midst of it, 
I realized that the only thing that's going to save me from this is Jesus. Like, uh, I turned to Matt for this. I've talked to my mom about this. I talked to some friends, Trey and Andrew, about anxiety and stuff. And I turned to them. They could help me so much. But the only thing that was really going to truly help me was Jesus. And he told me, the only way you're going to do that is getting your, my word and know how to fight this. And the one that always stuck out to me was Matthew 6, I think it's 25, 26, where he's talking about, look at the birds of the air, you know, and they don't worry about what they're eating, what they eat or where they sleep or stuff, you know. And so now, like, every time, I like to go walking just about every other day or something at Dyer Park, and when I see a bird, that, like, calms me down because I know that God has me and everything's going to be all right. And that was just the thing I was dealing with, and... I know there's a lot of people out there. You don't realize how many people struggle with anxiety. It's, it's, I'd say nine out of ten people in this room has anxiety. And they don't show it on the outside, but they're dealing with it internally. I'm, I still struggle with it, but I know how to fight it. Yeah. And I know how to fight it with the scriptures and with God's, you know, God's word. And, but it's funny how like he'll always, like in the worst moment when I'm struggling with that, I can look outside and a bird will just so happen to be there. I remember one time, I, I go, like I said, I go to Dyrick Park and walk, and I was struggling with some, some anxiety, and I was just, it was terrible. And I like to take pictures of stuff, and I have, at my parents' house, there was an owl that liked to fly around there, and I always try to get a picture of it. But one day, I'm walking at Dyrick Park, and I'm almost bawling my eyes out because I'm struggling so much. And I just happened to look, and there was an owl up on the branch, and he just reminded me of that scripture. And it's like a piece you can't describe this came over me and I'm getting really emotional <laughs> but I mean it's crazy how his word can totally transform you and take you like I, like I said I felt like I was in a pit and I turned try to turn on my friends and they helped me get a little bit closer but the person who pulled me out of that pit was Jesus you know with his word and stuff so amen didn't that good encouragement you know like you know it's such a such a beautiful thing and I Students know I'm a crybaby. If I get emotional during a message, I, don't you shake your head. Um, I, I cry. And I, I've been, you know, in the past, I'm like, Mom, I'm such a sissy. But that's the way God wired me. He wired all of us. Like Trey was saying earlier, we're emotional people. You know, that's the way God wired us. And, um, but anyway, Luke, I love you, man. I appreciate your heart. And um, when he, you know, like a, I didn't want to overplan this, this podcast today because I, I felt like I wanted the spirit to lead it. And I wanted to just kind of prod them a little bit to share. But but as he, earlier I was talking to him, I said, look, I'm gonna ask you that question or, or I want you to share that story. You come out of my office that day and he said, okay. And as soon as he started telling it, the Lord took me to my quiet time this morning. Listen to Psalm 19, verse seven. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart, Luke. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Amen? Amen. But yeah, we don't, we don't need the Bible. We, we're, we, we don't need the Word of God. We, we're, we got on our own. We've got to be people of the Word. We've got to stay in the Word. There's nothing more important than your personal, intimate, quiet time with the Heavenly Father. And like, I'm not trying to throw darts at you or whatever, but if you aren't in the Word daily and you need help with it, please see one of us staff. We will do all we can to help you find a way, find a path, find accountability, find a class to, to be a part of because God's Word is powerful. It's effective, right? <clears throat> and, uh, and so 
there's a lot of other cool things that went on in that truck that day, you know, that we could, we could share. And there's a lot of other things that, um, that, uh, that we could probably share. Is there anything else that's, that's, that y'all want to ask me or, or, you know, my favorite color? If I had, oh. if I had a gotten a hold of what Luke was talking about, if I had gotten a hold of that earlier, I would have had a whole head of hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, because because you can... You can stress it away. I mean, it goes away. You'd look like this if you had to figure it out yeah. at 2030. Look at her hair, Marty. got a receding hairline. <laughs> I mean. The Lord has a two-by-four. I mean, a spiritual two-by-four. And I know he says, I'm talking to you, bonk. And yep. a little bit of the heart. Why don't we listen, brother? I don't know. We struggle. Anything else you want to share? I'd just like to say one thing that really is, is on my heart to share is I grew up with a lot of around, my granddad was a pastor and, and around a lot of pastors. And I remember things people told me that the Bible says and people said this, don't rely on what people says. Amen. Get into the word as he was yes. saying and, and allow that word because it's alive. The yep. Bible says that word is alive and it, it, it will speak to you and guide you like this morning's message, everything, every direction that you need to go, you can go to that word for it, and it will speak to you if you just allow God to speak to you. But don't rely on what somebody else is telling you to get to heaven or to get through something. Go to go to the Lord and actually read it yourself. Because some of that stuff that that I remember them telling me, and then when I started reading, I thought, "Well, that's not what the Bible says. That's not what God says." <laughs> yeah. You know, for instance, like hate. I was you shouldn't hate our whole life. You shouldn't hate. The Lord hates. Yeah. You hate the sin, not the sinner. So, you know, there is instances to hate. I'm not telling people to go out and hate. But you hate the sin, so you don't do it no more. Yep. But you love the sinner. You love on them so that we can share our testimonies that they may want to do away with that sin and, and draw closer. So I just wanted to share that. Well, it's like this morning, Nehemiah 6, Brother Doug, you know, you were talking, and, and I, the, the oh no, the enemy wanted them to go to a place, a land of oh no. Man, that's stuck in my mind. Let that, let things like that to where I want to go back and study that now. I want to go back and read that again. The great things, what was it he said? The, the, the great things of, uh, great work, that's right. Uh, the great work of God. These are things that when you hear a preacher or you're reading a devotional or whatever, get it, in there, get it in your own brain. Read it for your own self. Go back and look at it and study it. I'm telling you, man, God, he'll blow your mind. Will he not, church family? He will blow your mind if you allow him. He's wanting to speak. As Trey prayed earlier, ask him to speak. Get in your prayer closet. Get alone. Turn that phone off. Get away from the TV and get alone with the Lord. Say, God, I need you desperately today. Speak, Lord Jesus, speak. Get on your face. Pray, 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 pray. You can't pray enough. And you can pray consistently, constantly, right? All the time at work, you know, wherever you go, driving down the road, just keep your eyes open. But pray, 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 pray. Um, I we could literally do this for, for a long time. Um, it's, it's almost time to go, but um, is there anything that y'all want to, y'all, y'all want to ask us? Is there anything that, um, we don't have a mic out there, but I didn't really plan on that, Luke. That might mess up our podcast, but um, is this something, let me just ask you, is this something that some of y'all would be interested in being a part of? Raise your hand if you're interested. Hey, Brother Matt, I, I think it'd be kind of cool to be a part of a podcast. Not up on stage. I'm talking about in a small group with three people. Anybody raise your hand? Anybody? Okay. We're not, podcast is over. Episode one and we're done. <laughs> we're gone. That was a flop. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know I'm putting you on the spot, but it's something I want you to be praying about because um, I really believe it, there's things that God has put into your heart, put into your life and brought you out of 
that God will use if you let him use it in your life. If you will share it, like Lee said, open your mouth. Look for those opportunities and talk to people. Look for opportunities and pray. Say, God, use my testimony. I don't know about y'all. Do you feel, I'm, I said this morning in my men's class, um, I am a fast-talking, stuttering, absent-minded, ADD preacher. Okay, those things aren't really supposed to go together. Okay, I, I told the guys that we pray every Sunday morning at eight o'clock. I got done praying with the staff this morning. I thought, what just happened? What, what did I just pray? I'm so scatterbrained, it's just, but it's the way God wired me. And if I will submit it to him, he will use that. You don't beat yourself up the way God made you. God, you made me this way. Take it, use it for your glory, whatever that looks like. And I, and I believe with all my heart, um, if, if you'll surrender to him, he will use you uh, for great things and for, for places you'll go, what in the world? How did that happen? And it might mean you get at a table with us three guys and, and share your testimony. Um, and it might be awkward, it might be uncomfortable, it might be nerve-wracking. You might get dry mouth, right? But, but if God calls you to do that, I want you to know, like I said earlier, you have a story. And if you're interested at all in sharing your story or maybe something else you heard or maybe God's teaching you something, will you please contact Luke or myself or the church office or one of the staff and say, hey, I'm not sure when, but I'll, I'll, I could maybe do that. Now, we're not gonna do it on a weekly basis unless the Lord tells us to, but we're planning on doing this once a month in a room, a separate room, at a table or chairs. We're not gonna make it lights and all this, you know, but if you're interested in helping us do this, if you're interested, you think you have something to share, uh, not in a prideful way, but if you're interested in that, please see one of us um, and we'd love to put you on the spot. Just kidding. Luke, explain to us now, my amazing wife, when I was explaining this to her a couple weeks ago, um, we're, we're talking, she's like, well, wouldn't it be a great opportunity for you that night to explain to some people what a podcast is? So um, how many of y'all regularly, meaning once a week or more, listen to a podcast? Raise your hand. Everybody look around. Okay, how many of y'all have no clue what a podcast is? Raise your hand. Okay, okay. How many of y'all, uh, listen, I say all this because technology is there and you can use it for glory of God or you can let the world and the devil use it, okay? We here have chosen to try to use it for the glory of God. And I've asked Luke to kind of talk a little bit about real briefly what we can do, how you can chime in on that. Well, for those of you who don't know what a podcast is, it's just a group of people getting together and talking about a certain subject or like I like to, I'm a big movie guy, so I like to sit and watch podcasts about people discussing movies and stuff. And I also listen to some people talk about church and Jesus and all that. But um, yeah, every once in a while, every right? once I throw that in there every once. Busted. Make, make myself feel better. No, but uh, but we have we have three. Well, I, technically, we got three types of podcasts. I mean, it's our our uh, services and sermons or whatever. So, uh, Damien, if you could throw up that first slide. That one, all right, if you pull out your phone right now, everybody pull out your phone and, and go to your camera app. Let me do it. Okay, when you get to your camera app and open, just hover over that QR code, and you should see a link pop up. If you click that link, it's going to take you to all kind of links. And one of them says Spotify Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. You can click on any one, either one of those, whichever one you like better. If you like listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can click on those and you can hear all of our messages. And uh, when we, you'll hear this message and when we start doing our episodes, they'll be titled Candid Church. So we'll start having that. And uh, Okay, go to the next slide. 
that's our student ministry. If you want to scan that, it'll pull up some codes. Um, but uh, there's some guys in the back that have some papers they can pass out that has all these codes on it if you want to take it home. This is just a quick way to help you get to our social media links and our podcasts and stuff, just an easier way. Um, and these, these rotate throughout our um, announcements on the screens. So, like, if you, you ever think about it and you, you know, you don't know how to get to it or whatever, just pay attention to our announcements and they should be up there. And you can just pull out your camera out, scan it, and it'll take you right to it. But these guys are passing out a piece of paper you can take home with you. And anytime you want to listen to the podcast, uh, it's got, that's the college podcast. It's Trey's messages and stuff. And Matt's got his, uh, we just have a YouTube page for the students because I don't think our students really would listen to our podcast. I don't know. They might. But, uh, and then, of course, our church podcast. So. And, and I love, what I love about this is that, um, you know, this technology, like I said earlier, if you know someone that could really be ministered to by something that was said tonight, or, or maybe you heard last Sunday morning or last Sunday night or last Wednesday night, we love, you know, go there and share that with somebody. Send it to them. Hey, listen to this. You know, God really did the work in my heart. God spoke to me through this, blah, blah, blah. Check this out. It's a great opportunity to, to, to equip other people and to encourage other people and to, to see other people, I mean, to share the gospel with other people, okay? Um, isn't that what we're about? Amen. I mean, we're about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Say hallelujah. There we go. Um, so let's do it. Let's be about it. Uh, if you have questions um, about any of the things we we're talking about, any of this podcast stuff, don't see me, see Luke. Um, Luke has all the information, but I'm serious. If you have questions, you can come to me as well. Any of the staff, we can help you out with that. Um, but, but let's leave here being challenged, being encouraged. Um, and I, I thank you guys. I know it was a little nerve wracking, but appreciate your hearts and for sharing and for being willing to come up here in the spotlight and, and, and to, to, to share what God has done in your life. And we could have done this for another hour, right? Uh, when we got done with that ride that day, I was like, this is what Christianity is about. This is what fellowship's about. We need more of this. And here we are today. So I'm excited about what God has in store for it. And like I said, if you're interested, come see one of us or text me or call the church office and we'll hook you up, okay? All right. Love you guys. Let's stand. We'll be dismissed. And, uh, and trust that God will go with us and, and, be, and use us. Father, we thank you, Father, for technology, for the, the, the stuff that's beyond our understanding. We carry around a piece of metal and glass and plastic in our pockets and our purses that can touch the farthest point of the world with a couple clicks of a button. God, help us as your people to use this technology, this, this gift that you've given us for your glory, to share the gospel, to, to, to share, God, things that you've spoken to our pastors and to our church folks, and our, uh, to, to minister to other people and to meet needs that people are, because they're out there asking. They need answers, and we have the answers through Jesus Christ. And we thank you for this potential podcast ministry that you'll use it for your glory, if it be your will. And for those that are uh, watching this even down the road or, or even tonight listening, God, if, 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 if you want them to share, God, I pray you work it out. Put them there in that room with us that day to share whatever testimony, whatever is going on in their life so that others can be reached, so that others can see and know that you're good. Go with us now, God. Empower us. Help us to enjoy your, you and your presence, each other, the fellowship of this body of believers here at Underwood that I'm so thankful I'm a part of. Uh, we love you, Father. We love you, Father. Pray all this in Christ's precious name. Amen, amen. Love you guys.